Welcome to the ABMRS podcast. We're smart, sophisticated, a little silly, and searching for the best that love has to offer. We are all but MRS. What's ABMRS? It's the romantic version of all but dissertation, commonly known in academic circles as ABD. That state of limbo between finishing all of your doctoral level courses and writing and defending your dissertation. It's uncomfortable. It's confusing. It's hard to explain to people. And it may feel oddly familiar if you're a woman over 30 who is attractive and accomplished, but still unmarried. When you've done all the fabulous things that the world says you're supposed to do, except find your ideal mate, you're not ABD. You're ABMRS. All but misses. Yes. So, this episode, we're going to talk about something we may not be fully prepared to talk about because we just kind of thought this up just a few minutes ago. But, um, so you know, we're on our spirit. It's way heavy on my heart. It's the topic of the day, apparently. Mm. So, um, everyone's had a relationship, situationship where, you know, everything about this person seems fantastic, but for some reason, you just don't Shit just connect. Don't work out. <laughs> or, as Miss Jenkins says, um, <laughs> it just don't work out. And, you know, whether it's just personality conflict or timing is not right, mm-hmm. goals aren't meshing, whatever, we're going to share our stories of, you know, situations that just, when you, you know, don't work out. And sometimes you... Forget why it didn't work out, mm. and then <laughs> you go back like, why didn't this work out? <laughs> so, um, Juanita was getting ready to share. Well, yes, you know, and I, I, I have to give credit where it's due. A good friend, uh, a good friend of mine's. Um, she once said, you have to leave a note to self once you go through a like a very trying period of your life. Yeah. Um, just so you can kind of take notation as to maybe how you grew or maybe what you experienced. So you're notes to self. So um, with that in mind, I left notes to self as to why I must never go back to Schmeagolord. Um, so we broke up. We broke up. How do you we spell that? How do you spell? S-M-I-L-O-R-T. Smeagolort. Smeagolort. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we broke up. Like that. Yes. So we broke up in November of, uh, of the year. And so I wrote this in December. And I said, you must always remember... Mm, just just things that took place and you just like mm-mm, that were red flags and you just were stuck and sticking in there but you know you must always remember that the aliens took the plane that disappeared in Malaysia you know that that plane that went down uh, outside outside of Malaysia okay but, uh, no because this is what he said he said I think the aliens oh, oh, this is what he said yes okay yes. I remember that there was and so he thought he thought he thought he that the aliens were responsible for it and he was wrong because it was the rapture and the rest of us were left behind oh, <laughs> okay all right <laughs> So I had to okay. Yeah, no, that was that was the top of the list. Like, like don't flag. forget, Ooh. the aliens took the plane and went down to Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> so, I gotta stop. I gotta stop you real quick. Mm. That's the kind of stuff. 
that you just can't go through the rest of your life <laughs> pretending like you agree <laughs> with that kind of nonsense. Like, and you always go back to like, like, the flat earth people. Like, come oh, on. I'm in a relationship with you. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be. I can't be. Because that's just, I cannot. Yeah. I mean, that's I can't, to overlook I can't it. That speaks more about you. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to stay with you when you're out there on the internet talking about, yeah, the earth is flat. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you have got to be kidding me. I'm Bruh, sorry. You're representing me. Come on. Yeah, like, this is not. And I might take you somewhere and you might read. You might repeat this shit yeah. somewhere, and they're like, "Ooh!" And then everyone's looking at me like, "What's wrong with you?" Right. 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 Uh, uh, right. 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 That's true. Right. Right. You came to her, and you have brought him around here with this nonsense. Right. Oh mm. my god! So yeah. yeah, sorry, I just had to say that. No, I appreciate it because uh, yeah, these things it, it had to had to remind me. So I mean, let's let's go through some of these things, but then let's talk about like. Like we said earlier, like, okay, well, you can't take Mr. Alien's flat earth places because people will be right. like, what does that say about you, right? right? Mm -hmm. So, And what we're really talking about is how the matches aren't, how the right fact that, that we're right. not yeah. matched. Because your, your point was perfect. You had to leave yourself, what do you call it? Breadcrumbs. 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 <laughs> and just kind of give, so maybe just kind of give uh, an example of a couple of the breadcrumbs. <laughs> and then, but then talk a little bit more about why he wasn't a match and you can say because of somebody's brain you know i can't be with somebody <laughs> yeah. who thinks the earth is flat or i can't be <laughs> with somebody you know whatever but oh, I'm not saying so I, I have openly manipulative let's see if there's anything else i should go down list need sex every day like he was asking me for like to have sex every single day that's not an issue Okay. All right, for me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not built that way. Not every day. Oh well, like I mean, every every day. Every day. That's a lot. Yeah, yes. I mean, a lot. More than once a day. More than once. I mean, if he, well, um, uh, wait, he too. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, after, I guess after a while, you could get tired of. Every single every, day. Every day. day. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then. Yes. And then uh, federal convictions for gun selling, numerous crime connections, previous social security fraud, crack cocaine, oh, etc. Um, trying to move to actual dating as quickly as possible. Okay. So, mm -hmm. okay, let's let's so let's run with that. Let's, let's do, do it. Do okay. And so. then in person, it was he's he's entrepreneurial, he's a hustler. I didn't know he was a hustler. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so he he refused to be confined by his 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 circumstances. So he was a developer. He was a he was a builder. Um, and he's family oriented, and so all these there's two sides to every coin. You know, there's a balcony and there's always a basement, and so you know, 
<laughs> Thank God I never saw the basement. Deep. Uh, that basement, that basement was was far. It's like an iceberg. You know, you oh, just don't, yeah. you just don't know yeah. what's underneath the surface yeah. until mm-hmm. you're 20 yards out and you're like, damn, the iceberg was over yeah. here. We still ran the ran ground of it back over here. Oh uh, crap! You know, so yeah. Now, okay, so you did say you said something that struck me, and you were like, okay, well, I was just in this phase where I was like, okay, let's let's just get to it. Like mm-hmm. I'm ready to get to the dating. Yes. Yeah. So what was going on in your mind at that time that made you, what put you in that space where you're just like, you know what, whatever, generic profile, that's fine, that'll do, mm-hmm. let's just get to getting. Yeah, I know, get to getting, right? Um, I just, I think I was just tired of the weight. Mm-hmm. I was tired of the, let's, I mean, and I'll be very honest, work on yourself and, you know, we'll see, you know, yeah. how things shake out. And I'm like, dang, I hadn't dated in 10 years. Wow. I mean, I, I, most people get PhDs in 10 years. Like, you know, five to seven is a, cl- a critical time to become an expert, especially on yourself, when you're actually <laughs> doing the work. Like, you're actually looking at your stuff, evaluating it. And I felt like, at the time, I was also very involved in my church and doing a lot of introspective work, okay. um, at least through a spiritual uh, lens. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, okay, I've been doing 10 years of works on my spiritual man, on my professional man, joining associations and, you know, doing... Uh, being um, that which I had hoped to be, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. where is my husband? Okay, it mm-hmm. has he yet to find me? Okay, all right, let me just get out there so he can find me, you know, and it's just like, okay, once the interest really began to spark, and um, he also talked about wanting to, to do some really uh, – Things that struck with my my social work, you know, vibes. Uh-huh. Some of the other commonalities that I had in my background, like the construction management, like the social work and uh, social good. So it's just like, okay, uh, still don't meet many men who are not necessarily working unless they're they're nine to five, they're bread and butter, but still have that conscious level of I want to give something back. I want to do something in support of. So for me, it was just like, oh wow, okay, he he's he's pretty unique. Mm. Okay, let's 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 see where this this might go. Mm. Yeah, little do we know. <laughs> you ran around yeah. twenty hours out. Two months yeah. after, so we break up in November of the year. By February of the next year, he is married. Oh, I was wow. just like, yeah. Oh, I think I remember you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is she yeah. living in the the daycare? No, no. girl. Let me pull out these pictures about that house. That house had no roof. Um, yeah, no. The house is is still in the shambles, unfortunately. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But so. he doesn't even live in. I think said so they don't live in Philly or something. Oh, I don't know if they live in Philly. I know they went to Puerto Rico or something through my Facebook stalking. Mm-hmm. Um, but because <laughs> <laughs> you was helping me, girl. I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was right there with Gabby. Yeah, it's just background intel. Um, so I don't know if they still actually live in Philly or not, but um, you know. <laughs> Cause she wasn't from here. She was, wasn't from was here. Some, so and and like, oh, and that was, was that was a part of the things that I I needed to write the breadcrumbs for because I would talk to him from time to time after we broke up, mm-hmm. and like one of the times he was just like, yeah, I'm 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 in San Antonio. I'm thinking he's at the house freezing. And I'm like, okay, are you you know it, we hit a cold snap. He's like, yeah, I'm in Texas. He was on his way to go pick her ass up. Oh, I was just like, oh, oh, oh. Wow. you're, you're concerned I, for his well being. Absolutely. Wow. That's yeah. That's I think the worst part of when it doesn't work out with somebody 
because <clears throat> if, if you don't completely let go and you still kind of have feelings kind of mm-hmm. the, on the back burner for them and then something like that happens and it yeah. just burns you from the yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it burns all the feelings up yeah like, oh, I, I have no feelings, feelings. I just yeah. with the feelings after really oh yeah yeah, yeah like after something like that it's just like oh well no I I I I, I lost it not when I found it. Well, I think yeah. After I found out he was he got married, I mm-hmm. lost it. Like mm-hmm. because he had come to my house. He had come to my house because um, it was around Father's Day, and that was I called him around the time that we were had supposed to had gotten married, and so I remember you had a date. Yeah, on a date. Yeah, and so he came to my house and we talked just a bit, but it was it was a little awkward, and I asked about her and. He, and no, no real. Uh, what What was I expecting him to be honest? So he was already ma- married. He was point. already married. So this was it? June. No, he did not mention it. And so, so how really, dare so he you? He was just going to get married. Yeah. It wasn't that he was so into you. Yeah. Personally, he was just looking to get. He was a wife. He was at. He was at that space. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's why, in one sense, the breadcrumb that I left in December made makes even more sense now. It's just like, it really wasn't about me. Mm-mm. And so I think this is where I'm I'm also very cautious about my own wants, desires, and intentions. It needs to be about who it is that I'm actually dating. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this desire for a mate needs to be huge needs to be tuned in a lot more yeah, sharply. Yeah, I hear because... you saying. Yeah, because I think you, you if you get so stuck on that, I have to find a partner. Mm-hmm. I have to find a mate. I have to find a husband. You get yourself in a world of trouble. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I totally agree with that. It's like you have to be like, I want to live my life and this is great. And oh wow, here's this wonderful person. Like mm-hmm. let's see where this goes mm-hmm. with this wonderful person. But not I got to get married. Mm-hmm. I got to get mm-hmm. somebody. Because um, you'll end up. And you end up with people who you know. Uh, you have no business. Because you already have been there or you know their type. <laughs> like, you just, you end up, so I'll I'll say. Um, like, that shit's just wrong. Yeah, like, I met, <laughs> like, you got, I met oh, this guy. Oh, he's a bitch in the house. I think I met him, like, right around the time. No, after you were dating Smeagolort. Mm, Okay. And um, with no roof. But while you know we were still kind of messing around with plenty of ish or whatever, Mm -hmm. we both since then have stopped um, (laughs) doing that to ourselves. Anyway, um, this particular gentleman was one of those great on paper. He actually is a really nice guy. Mm -hmm. And today, to this day, like we're still, I would consider us friends. I always kind of wanted to be friends, but he wanted more. We dated, we um, spent a lot of time together. He had been married previously. He was completely divorced. And he would he actually lived at the time in State College, Pennsylvania, which is, I was, I'm in Philadelphia, so it was a good, like, what, three, three, hours, three four yeah. hour drive, depending on the day and the time. Mm-hmm. Like, but he would drive down on the weekends and we would hang out, we would do stuff, whatever. He would take me, he made good money, and he would take me to concerts, take me to restaurants, you know, fancy places. Like he And we enjoyed each other's company, but I just never really felt like... Is that the tech guy? Yeah. Oh, I remember you. Yeah, with the four kids. Yeah. So, 
you didn't like him or you just didn't? I liked him as a friend. Mm-hmm. I liked mm-hmm. him a lot as a friend. Mm-hmm. And I, even, you know, to this day, he actually doesn't talk to me now. Because okay. <laughs> I, think, I think because he can't. Yeah, like he can't. Like, and I understand that. So I don't bother him. Mm. But even today, like if if we had a conversation, I would be you know happy to hear from him, happy to talk to him about his life, mm. and you know he had a side business. He had like he actually owned two businesses, and so um, he had his main business, his main company, which was doing pretty well. And then he had like a little side business that he started with his kids, and so you know I was always like you know talking about him his business stuff, and like I just enjoyed having conversation with him. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. For me, it wasn't like a spark where it wasn't a feeling where I was like, I want to, you know, be his wife. I want to be married to him. Mm. There was a time initially when I was like, well, but then it just, it never really grew. You Mm. know, the feeling never really grew to any significant level where you just feel like, you know, I could really see us getting married. Mm -hmm. And so it just... It was it was difficult for me because I had to actually let it go because I wanted to still be friends. Mm. When I broke up with my most recent ex, he was like one of the first people I talked to after that. And he reached out to me because one of my bad habits when I break up with someone is I jump right back on line. Oh. I don't know why I do this. <laughs> I don't know why I do this. Thing. It's, it's like a real life. Yeah. yeah, like so he saw me online. Okay. And was like, hey, what are you doing out here? I thought you were in love. I was like, oh my God. So we ended up going out to dinner and oh. he, you know, he wanted to come over at another time like he was like you know let, let me come over and I'll you know we can have dinner at your house and I was just like no no no, no. no. <laughs> and I, I said you know because it's too soon but the real answer was because I just didn't want to right right it, it could have been it could have been six months had passed I still wouldn't want to as more than friends yeah I would have loved for him to come and hang out as, as friends friend. but yeah. he j- and so I realized, okay, there's no way I can keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, I have mm-hmm. to stop c- trying to contact him. Like, it, even in, even though I was doing it in a friendly way, mm-hmm. I realized, you know, I it was bad for him, mm-hmm. you know? And I had to think about how would I feel the situation were reversed. Like, someone right. that I right. knew I wanted to be with in a different way and... I knew they didn't want me. Didn't want you. And mm. you know what make, that makes me think of, Deanna, is that this idea, I, I've actually had heard people try to guilt me when it hasn't worked out with somebody <laughs> saying, we, look, you had a perfectly good one in front um, of you and it mm. didn't work out. Oh, wait, have I done that? No, no, no. The assumption is that, well, look, you asked for something and then some, mm. you know, here's mm. something being presented to you we don't have to fall. You're, the idea that you're going to fall for somebody just because right. you you know they on paper look good or mm. because you meet them because they're nice mm. to you. You know, and mm. I think mm. I think a lot of us get caught up in that. Like, well, I did say I wanted to date somebody nice, <laughs> and he <laughs> is. No, he don't have no record. He got right. all his teeth. Right. Or even if he do have a record, I mean, it's he fun. He paid for his debt to society. 
<laughs> so, well, I guess I should go out and like him. And, you know, and we shouldn't have to feel like that. We shouldn't have to feel guilty mm-hmm. into being in a relationship that's not a relationship. It's mm-hmm. not a relationship. Mm-hmm. No. And you have no business being there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it, it, right. It, it's unnatural. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like you're just, you're forcing something and then you keep forcing it. It's like forcing a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. And, which, and both of them get messed up. They both mm-hmm. get messed up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh my God. So the conversation that started all this, I'm going to call out that person. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, damn. Because she's being real quiet all of a sudden. She is being quiet. Because oh. the conversation that started all this was when. One of our she's all tied and like tucked up under her little scarf. Yeah, like she, <laughs> <laughs> you, you started all this. So um, yes, one of our participants said that was was regaling us with the story of how she um, had a lengthy situation. So we were talking about I was sharing the story of I, I, that, um, I met <laughs> like on prom, but he was somebody else's date. But anyway, we met <laughs> and. with each other and he was like oh I like you and we start it was kind of like my first grown up kind of dating thing like he took me to a picnic on Rittenhouse Square which I was like ooh this is nice he bought me a pair of shoes I almost fell out I'm like oh he bought me something but it was kind of an adult thing and we really liked each other and then at some point this this was my first time being gaslighted because we were together every day talked every day and I said a, a couple months later I said something about being his girlfriend and he said well who told you that like what would make you think you're my girl I'm like him? And he said, I feel pressure and this and that. So oh. that was the point of my life. <laughs> when I was boss, and I was like, oh, uh, feelings off, click. And he tried everything. Everything. Again. I mean, he was sending flowers. My dad was like, if you don't talk to this boy, if he sends one more bouquet of flowers, and you're, you know, he's standing outside my house. At one point, he was standing outside. Yes, like, I'm sorry. If he had a radio radio that might have worked but, and so it just never we never got back on track even though I was like oh, I forgive you we never got back on track but what happened was every couple of years I would kind of forget what happened and mm. I would call him and then we would start dating again and then I'd be like oh that's right I don't like you this is why mm. and then I would this happened at least four times and this mm. I'm, I'm talking about Man. from 1990 till 2000 like 10 Wow. wow. Okay. Because that's wow. my the house thing. Oh, you talking for twenty years. years on and on, like, and I would just be like, I can't, you know, you gotta like, leave yourself some breadcrumbs. But yeah. the thing is, he really like he wanted to date. Yeah, he wanted to get married. Even though he had, he issues. wanted to have kids. He was ready, but it was like, well, first he was boring. I'm sorry, he was boring. He, God bless <laughs> his heart. He, I would just be looking at his mouth like. <laughs> do something else. I actually got excited when he would when he would get angry because I was like, keep this up. Go with this. And it didn't help. I was laughing when he was angry. And I, was, <laughs> I was so amused by it. But I could, and I didn't leave myself those breadcrumbs because part of me was like, this is a good dude. He's got a good job. He mm. wants to get married. He wants to take care of me. He wants to have kids. How dare I? Mm just because I'm bored to death, not want to be with him. <laughs> and that's why I kept, and I literally was about to text him just now. I couldn't find his Lord. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. oh, I At this point in our lives, I had to be like, look, just stop. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. 
She don't even like you. <laughs> There's an intervention that needs to happen. So maybe I need to make sure that anybody I'm dating, like I introduce to y'all so y'all can be like, wait, what number is that? Seven C? Absolutely not. Here's why. Blank, 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 blank. So, yeah, so that, it happens. And that's happened to me more than once. Wow. And there are like these critical key areas that are just like, mm-mm, something's not being met. And it's just like no, we can't. We can't go here. I think sometimes you know at the outset too. You like, do. I, I'm thinking thing. about. I had a I had a rebound relationship right after I got divorced and all that. And I remember going out first date with this guy mm-hmm. and sitting there, and like my knees felt weird. And it was what? like I just. Felt, I mean, first of all, like we went. Wait a minute. Knees date. felt weird. Like ooh, keep them together. No, or no, knees felt no, weird, like, no. They're just like this weird. Like sometimes it's just like, like it's a weird. Your bones. Exactly right. Uh. But I got confused, and so I was like, well, maybe I'm just like tantalized by him or something like that. <laughs> but like no, and I knew better because it's like he wasn't my type. Mm. Like we went out on this date, and he had on a sweat suit, like a sweatsuit, was and like a the coop was a velour. Okay. No, no, oh god, no. Uh, no. Like the crush, the no, crush, it wasn't crush, no, crush material. But still, it was like a sweatsuit and a puffy vest or whatever, and like basketball sneakers. That is not my style. That's mm. just not. And I knew it, and it was like something about like his his attitude, like he was trying to play it cool, but then you know whatever, whatever. Mm. And you know, I just I knew it. I knew at the time. I was like, no, I'm not really into this dude. But it was like on paper, mm. he was all of these things. So it was like, okay. And especially coming out of the divorce, I thought, okay, you know, I married somebody from another country. I married somebody who like hadn't gone to college in his country. You know, he kind of came here and mm. went to work. And he was entrepreneurial and things like that. It was great. But I thought, okay, this is why this didn't work out. So let me go for the guy who is A, B, C, D, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point mm-hmm. on paper. And this guy, he was. So it was like college educated. Um, he had this kind of like corporate corporate job, made a lot of money. Um, he was investing in real estate. Mm. He drove a Mercedes, but his Mercedes stank. Like oh. I the Mercedes smelled like funk because oh. he would like go play bad. You know what I mean? Like that kind of. Yeah. It was like, and it wasn't until after the relationship ended that I realized he was really kind of like a poser. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he had looked at the playbook and was like, oh, if you are a successful you know, young black guy, these are the things that you do. So mm-hmm. you wear this, you drive this kind of car, wow. you go to this kind of place, you eat this kind of food, you drink this kind of wine or whatever wow. the case is. But that really wasn't him. And I could mm-hmm. see that in these different things. So it's like, yeah, you don't go on a date like dressed like this. Well, wow. one time we went and stayed overnight at some hotel and we had to get off at the mezzanine level. He called it the mezzanine. <laughs> And I'm like, come on. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. He called it the Mesopotamian. There's a whole other story. This is an episode for another day. Um, uh, it was just, just a whole mess. But you can tell what it was was he was trying to fit the mold, and that was not him. Mm-hmm. So just deep insecurity. Just a whole lot of insecurity. And it's like, and I know better. That but is not the type of person for a reason for me. Very grounded reasons. It, right. <laughs> right. Like it's real it's interesting reasons. how much is revealed on the first date. Because mm-hmm. I can think of, think back to the first dates of every man I've dated who um, mm-hmm. I ended up getting really close to mm-hmm. and it didn't work out. And pretty much all the stuff Mm. that he said on the first date had a direct influence on Uh the things that that went wrong in the relationship. 
And yeah. they will, yeah. for some reason, maybe because I look like a good listener, <laughs> I look like I'm real nice. You know, people tell me that all the time. Always trying to talk to me on the street. <laughs> and so I have what I call my septa face. Okay. With septa, the transit system. Like when you're on septa, you don't want people talking to you. And you don't want people like asking for money and whatnot. <laughs> so I have my my septa face I walk around oh, with right. when I'm you out on the street. Because it. otherwise people will like always be coming up to me you're trying to give me stuff. Oh. Trying to ask me for stuff. So anyway. But what you face is not very hard either. I'm sorry. It, it, I'm looking at her like it can't possibly yeah, be. <laughs> you, can, you have a very like... No! <laughs> I can't do it! You can't even do it! You can't even do it! But when I'm on Septon, people know. I wouldn't be bothered. OK. OG. OGDM. Anyway, I can be very tough when I am. When I try. When I want to be. When I want to be. So. Now I know. <laughs> that is a huge. Um, it's, it's hugely important. 
mm. a mentally and emotionally healthy person yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has at least you know, one has mm-hmm. at least one right. friend outside right. of their family yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah so and that and towards and as our relationship ended I realized he really wanted me to be that friend mm. uh, because he's even after everything that happened he still wanted to shoot the breeze and text and like nothing ever happened. He like she's really, a mm. yeah. Like we're we're friends. No, first of all, we were never friends before we started dating. So mm. there's no relationship going back, you know, mm. years to, years. to, you know, to hang out. We don't have any history. Mm. Any history. Yeah. All we've ever done is date. Mm. And then now that's over. It's over. Mm-hmm. So I bet mm. if I texted him right now, he would probably he would try to pick up like very happy. Yeah, he'd be very happy and try to pick up like nothing ever happened. Wow. So, like I found with men, like mm-hmm. if you just let them talk, oh, yes. they will tell you oh, everything so. you need yep. to know. Yes, right up front. They will. Right up front. And I found that with this internet dating, because mm-hmm. I've talked to maybe like five gentlemen on the phone that we just did not go past the first phone conversation mm-hmm. because they told me everything that I did. <laughs> <laughs> and one gentleman, I pulled my car over and I just. And I sat for 20 minutes and just let him talk. Mm. That was our last conversation. Mm. Wow. Because he told me everything that I needed to know. Mm. And none of it was good. No, none of it was good. I mean, I could have proceeded, but I, it just wouldn't. What is that? I don't understand that. Because it's like, I feel like when we go on first dates, we're trying to, you know, be cute and flirty and whatnot, but they just want to unload. Yeah. Maybe it's just an mm. online guy thing. And, but, you know, and part of it, there, there's something... there. The good part of it is that they will, a lot of them will tell you up front, yeah. right? The, the the challenge becomes us deciding right. how we want to go what forward, to do with right? The information they and, you know, and I yeah. don't want at all yeah. for it to seem like, you know, I would never want anybody to feel like they were punished, you know, we're, oh, we're punishing you because you, t- you were right. transparent. Right. But I think that's good because a lot of times we send our representative, and, and it's, it's, it's usually either or. One of us is sending our representatives. Mm-hmm. They are or we are. A lot of times it's us, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what we're used to. But if they, you know, and I, I think there's there's a blessing in that. Like, you know, tell me everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and that whole thing about what people show you, tell you who they are, show you who they are, believe them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? yeah. So, yeah. there's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, because I, I'm big on agency. So, my thing is, yeah, give me all the information and let me make the decision. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll decide whether or not this is something that I can deal with, whether it's something I want to deal with, mm-hmm. you know, whether, like, you've told me so many other wonderful things about yourself that they counterbalance that, but don't make the decision for me by withholding information exactly. right. and only sending your representative, and then it's like I get too deep into it, and then you're just like, ha, <laughs> like, here's the rest of it. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know mm-hmm. if I want to be here, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, you're right. You're right. It is. It really is. And I think we have to accept responsibility for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we see those red flags and mm-hmm. we still right. proceed anyway. Right. Yeah. right. And I just heard a gentleman talking about <clears throat> giving people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. He said, no, you don't do that. He said, you gather all of your information, mm-hmm. and then you make an educated decision. You okay. don't give people the benefit of the mm-hmm. doubt. I like that. And I was like, okay, I, I like that. Like, mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt is saved for people you to me people you know who you already have relationships with okay. who you've already established right. Mm-hmm. Right. strangers no yeah that's mm-hmm. not safe stranger no. danger mm-hmm. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no that's that's a really that's a really good point and statement that we have to take responsibility we have to make informed decisions because i can definitely point to you know the exact moment when i knew mm-hmm. 
that it was wrong <laughs> on, and on the first day. And I can't tell. Yeah. On the first day. I can even make And I went ahead anyway. On our, my first day with my ex, who I broke up with last year, at the end of the date, he had parked in, in the wrong parking lot at the mall. So I, we, I drove him around to his car. And I parked the car next to his. And it was, you know, I was like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was getting ready to have, like, a conversation. Uh-huh. This man jumped out the car like the car was on fire. He was like, okay, bye, and jumped out the car. <laughs> and got in his car and drove away. Oh, and I was sitting there like. He drove away. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there like. What, what just happened? happened? <laughs> At that point, I should have <laughs> driven home and, not and never talked to him again. Wow. Instead, my dumbass <laughs> sent him a text message like, you know, I had a really good time. I don't know what happened, but he was like, pew. Yeah, he was. I, and I, I brought it up multiple times during the relationship because I thought it was funny at the time. Now I see it for what it was. Wow. He jumped out that car like I had, you know, reached, yeah, like reached for my gun under my seat, and he had to run for his life. Did he ever give any explanation as to why he did that? He said that he was just so like overwhelmed by me. I mean, come on, let's let's be honest. Well, like, wait, could he jump in his car? No, just like he was like I was too. I, I don't even. Remember. <laughs> this is his words. I'm not. I'm not making this up, and I'm not trying to, you know. Um, but he was like, you know, you were too pretty and you were too, like, I, I was just like, I'm going to mess this up. If I stay in this car, I'm going to say something Damn. wrong. Yeah. Like he was like, that's it, essentially it was, what he did exiting the relationship. I'm going to mess this up. Yes. If I stay. Yeah, I'm going to mess this up. Oh, He's like, oh, I'm going to mess this up. He's looking at you like I'm gonna mess this up. I'm gonna mess this up. I'm gonna mess this up. That's a self-fulfilling prophecy. He messed it up. He messed it up. Oh my god. And the the guilt that he felt like in our conversations during the year after we broke up, because we talked for a good solid year. And towards like the end of that year period, he acknowledged that he he messed it up and he just felt so guilty. Like he was like, I broke us. And he just, like, I could just tell, even through the text message, it was just like, wow, he felt really bad about it. But, and yet, his issues are so significant. Mm. The reasons why he couldn't handle the relationship are so significant that it just, he couldn't help himself, you know? Like, but back to what you were saying, Karima, about taking responsibility, what you were saying, Leslie, about being, making an informed decision. I had plenty of information by the end of that first date. And we always (laughs) do. We just choose to ignore those I was like, you know, he seemed like a nice guy. He was, you know, clean cut. He was family oriented. Yeah. Mormon. So, you know, religious like we had talked about his relationship with God I mean you know all this other stuff and so I was like you know he spoke in complete text sentences which <laughs> was always very impressive mm. so mm. it's so impressive it wasn't a lot of, you know it wasn't a lot of like you know text speak it was like we actually had a conversation you know written mm. conversations um a lot of things that I, I liked about him at the time great sense of humor you know um but, but you know what, yeah. though, you know what gets us, I think, is 
this idea of yeah. exceptionalism. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm still stuck here. <laughs> it's like, I'm talking about Like, his fear just showed himself mm-hmm. from, yeah, day from day one, one. To, to the last day. Yeah. And that's that. The fear is a is a mind killer. And he did oh, yeah. the exact it's same a, thing. Like now that you now that I bring it up, it's so crazy. I never really connected those two things. How he abruptly left the car on that first date, and mm-hmm. now he abruptly, abruptly left, left the relationship. relationship. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh. Damn, <laughs> I was always worried you were gonna put him out. Right, <laughs> right. He was worried day one. Day one, he was out. project your crazy and this is this is the thing too like and with us it's like like you're saying like oh he had all these things and i thought like okay he could speak in complete sentences and he was funny and so forth and so on there's a million people who can speak in complete sentences (laughs) (laughs) and and who have manners and all that kind of stuff but it's like but we feel like oh wow he's super special and it's like that is Mm -hmm. not enough like Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. like no 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 that's 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 basic that's baseline (laughs) right here right 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 you know so why are we surrounded by the basic but that's that's another (laughs) I mean yeah in fairness to Philly though I mean because I know I, I'm an elitist I know I can be you know trying to work on that within I know, myself I'm only 35 it's not working out but I mean really when you think about it if you're talking about the pool in Philly and you think about what Philly is and the issues that Philly faces like Mm -hmm. okay so we're like yeah wow he speaks in complete sentences that's awesome if you're talking about a city where it's like the majority of folks are coming from the public school system and like you know what are they taught in the public school system or Philly is the poorest big city in the United States Mm -hmm. and so we have all this arts and art and culture here but People don't have access to it. People don't have access to it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're we're here in this space where we're looking for someone who has all these academic and cultural advantages and things that we've had. Mm. But I don't really know that, you know, so many folks... (laughs) And to extend them that, I've spoken to my girlfriends in D.C., in New York, in L.A. They're having having the same issues. Mm. They are? Yes. Like... I, when the person in New York said, I said, what's wrong with you? She's like, you don't understand. She's like, oh, no, I know about New York. Okay. Well, help us out. What's <laughs> they're, going on? They're having those, the black women that I know that yeah. live in New York mm-hmm. are having a very difficult time. Very hard time. Um, um, I have a friend yeah. who lives there. We were roommates in college. She relocated from D.C. to New York. Um, I think she went on two or three dates in like six years. Mm. Um, one of them she liked, he didn't call her back, and the other one she didn't like, he really called her back. Oh, of course. Yes. He, called okay. <laughs> and he called her back many times. <laughs> and she's, she's like the woke power to the people woman that you would never expect to be dating a white guy. Mm, mm. And she is. Mm. And for her, it was the difference between not dating at all. Not dating at all. Or dating someone outside of a race. Wow. wow. So, And if that's happening in New York, 
yeah. the biggest mm-hmm. city, you know, yeah. we had. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And in a place where, I mean, not to say there's no poverty in New York, but, you know, it's like you have people from all over the world yeah. who come mm-hmm. there who mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. you know, making crazy amounts of money and. It's like you would think that the pool, the pool, the pool would just be so much bigger. Mm. But it's there's eight million stories in Atlantic City. Oh, okay. oh gosh! <laughs> and the funny thing is, I have a niece who's 25. Mm-hmm. She's in grad school now, and she, I'm, I feel so sad for her because she's having the same exact problem. Mm. Wow! We have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Our conversations mirror the conversations that we have here. Wow! But she's 25. Studios, produced by the talented David P. Stevens, and edited by the incredible Charles Washington. Follow us on Facebook at ABMRS Podcast, Instagram and Twitter at ABMRS underscore podcast. If you're old school, we're here for you too. Email us at abmrsmavens at allbutmrs.com. Until next time.